0: Prepare yourself for List Off, the gaming podcast where your hosts, Ryan and Ryan, rank the things they love. Three, two, one, List Off. This week, we are John Locked and Loaded as we go so smashing crates because we are talking about gaming's philosophical questions. How you doing, Brian?
1: I am doing great, Ryan. Thank you so much for asking. All
0: right, thanks. Hey, uh, you got the Socrates thing, right? Okay, I got it
1: now. No, I did okay. not. Not oh, at all. Go. But okay, perfect. All right.
0: All right, all right. Well, I figured <laughs> it, it might need a little extra explanation there, so Yeah,
1: no. Yeah. That uh, it was needed for me, but now we're now we're in good shape. Cool. Perfect. Cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, did you play any games this week?
1: I did. Uh, I played Halo infinite. I am. I feel like I'm, I'm nearing the end mm-hmm. and I didn't play any multiplayer, but just campaign, but man, that campaign is so good. I'm, I'm really loving it. I think I'm going to beat it and then turn around and maybe do legendary or, or maybe heroic oh, wow. just like that. So, oh yeah. I, I am ready uh, yeah. to to keep playing this game. I'm pretty much mainlining the story mm-hmm. at this point. So we'll see if I go back this run and kind of get all the odds and ends, because there's a lot that you can do. Mm -hmm. It does get a little tedious if you just like keep doing outposts and, and forward operating bases all the time, Mm -hmm. but mainlining the story has been such a joy and I I'm looking forward to, to finishing the whole thing.
0: Yeah. I, um, I, I, also have been playing a lot of halo infinite i just want to give a caveat to our listeners uh this episode will be airing uh in early january it'll be our first one of the new year however we are recording it prior to our game of the year episodes so if we are talking about something uh, that you have already heard about or if we're saying we fit for instance i'm going to say that i finished the halo infinite campaign this week but people will probably think I finished it weeks ago because of the (laughs) difference in record and air date. Uh, Yeah. It's, I would argue that it's also gets a little repetitive, even if you just mainline the campaign because I did, Uh, but it's a great, it's a great game. It's a lot of fun. The gameplay, the moment to moment gameplay really is top notch. It's a joy to play.
1: That's what sells it. I mean, the, the story is, is whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many instances of just, Taking your AI buddy, putting him on the stand, right. circling around with the camera, getting some story info, and going and doing it all over again.
0: Yeah. So. I think they do a good job of interspersing that the story bits in there too. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a podcast today. Uh, I'll just say it's triple click um, and Maddie Myers put it <laughs> in such a funny term where uh, she works for Polygon, by the way, Maddie Myers, journalist for Polygon. She went ahead and said that, uh, why, are, like, why are all these bad guys calling Master Chief all the time? Because oh, right. they're always like calling him and saying like, yeah, I still don't <laughs> like you. And <laughs> Like I'm still mad at you. It's just it it does when it's put in those terms. It's it's really comical because it's constant. It's constant. They're always like calling him to remind him, like we're gonna try to kill you, buddy. (laughs) Like if that wasn't clear, we're coming for you. Right. I thought that was a great way to put it. It, Yeah. Um, Yeah. How did you get this number? Right. And uh, (laughs) I also played through another game called The Artful Escape. I've heard good things. It is. It is a good experience. A lot of fun. Visually stunning uh musically really really cool as well extremely well written i thought at first i actually tried getting into this game maybe a few months ago and i just couldn't because it starts off as like this really hipster quirkiness and you're like all right man like you know (laughs) come on Little, i just little... got off
1: of playing halo like <laughs> i need to ease into this
0: yeah well this was months ago prior to halo and oh, it was just a little too on the nose i'm like oh this seems like a little too cliche but uh i made it through really the first half hour or so it's just a little slow moving and it is just that like here's a boy finding himself and Yeah. Like we, we get it. It's an indie game, right? Right. (laughs) So it it does so much more with that though. And it really, it really ends up being such an empowering story and I found it just a pure joy to play. So for the listeners, this is cool because by now you know if either halo infinite or the artful escape made my game of the year list, but Brian has no clue right now. No idea if they did or where they are on my list, (laughs) if they even made it. So crazy crazy stuff but no the both are really good games very very different from each other right uh yeah and a lot of good games just recently released on game pass uh, however yeah. by the time this episode airs it'll be irrelevant so but lots I mean, more to dive into is the yeah. point I'm making yeah yeah
1: i i will definitely be playing the gunk at some point so i'm very excited for that
0: i figured that was the one you'd you'd want to hit i know oh, yeah like, uh, what is it uh form and what is it what's the name of the developer? image and form image yeah, yeah they do the uh steam world games right
1: that's right yeah. yeah yeah so here here we're in a new genre like they always do mm-hmm. so this is like a 3d platformer so yeah
0: yeah let's see where I'm, they go with it i'm looking forward to it as well i am yeah. i am so that's all you played i also played it takes
1: two and oh, right. I'm, I'm sure listeners will have already heard me talking about it at some point in the future. Oh, so um, it's in
0: your game of the year list? It might, oh.
1: it, we might, we might talk about it because right. I, you know, that was, that was the game of the year for the right. game awards. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, I definitely have things to say about it, but it, it's a fun game. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I heard it's a long game, so I don't, I don't think I'll, I'll finish it like right. in any real length of time here. Right but yeah, I'm, I'm, Definitely interested to to see more of it. Don't really care about the story too much, right. but the the gameplay is is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, the moment to moment gameplay in this as well is is very good. Uh, I, I've been trying to get more played, but it's tough. You know, my wife's been very busy, and it's like, want to yeah. play a video game with me? <laughs> if you don't have that person to play it with, you're not playing this game, right? That's so. right. And
1: neither of us have been able to get into what is it, Paw Patrol Racers, quite yet. So
0: right, we have Ben a ten. Lot. Uh, 10 yeah ben 10's there too there's a lot yeah a lot of good good games to really sink your teeth into there
1: yeah yeah sad that won't make our list just because we haven't played it yet but
0: yeah we'll we'll see i I heard it's going for that crown that that cart crown mario so you better watch it yeah you better watch it but without (laughs) without further ado i say we go ahead and get into this question not list let's get into these questions man So this first question was something that I thought of. Uh, I don't, I actually think I woke up in the morning and this popped in my head because I spend a lot of my nights dreaming about (laughs) Pac-Man.
1: weird
0: <laughs> yeah well hey you know he's a gobbler
1: yeah <laughs> he is a gobbler <laughs> I, I i don't know what that
0: has to do with anything but yeah let's okay. keep going <laughs> feels like we need to move on from that do you want me to get into this we could talk about this no i'm kidding uh yeah we do need to move on from that so i'll pose the question to you is pac-man a survival horror game?
1: this is a good question this is a very philosophical question, and we, we need to dive into it because is, I mean, we're talking about life and death with this, with, right? with Pac Man himself. There are yeah. ghosts that want to
0: kill him. Okay. So you're on the right. Yeah, exactly. Right. There yeah. are ghosts, and they are relentlessly stalking you through a tightly corridored maze. Right? right. Right. So this that's... might as well be Resident Evil. Well, so you're not that far off because people would say, yeah, but there's a point where you could like eat the pellets and go right for the ghosts, Right. And then they're afraid of you. But in any good survival horror game, you get that moment where you get a weapon. Right. Like like, what what is it? Right. What does a zombie (laughs) stand against a grenade launcher? Exactly. They don't stand very long against it. So would you. I mean, obviously. Right. Most people aren't going to classify Pac-Man as a survival <laughs> horror, but what would you classify it as a puzzle game? I don't think that's yeah. really Well, fair. so
1: that, that is my first inclination is to say puzzle.
0: So can if we that... say the first survival horror slash puzzle game? Like the yeah. first combination of the two?
1: Well, but I, w- I would also give that to Resident Evil because there's a, a ton of puzzles in that's any one true. Resident Evil game. That's true. So I think Pac-Man fits the puzzle genre equally as much as it fits the survival horror
0: genre i thought i i I did not think this was gonna be anywhere near survival i mean right this is what haunts me at 3 (laughs) a.m this is the stuff that pops in my head maybe i should drink less coffee the gobbler (laughs) (laughs) but i mean it's interesting to think about like was there intention to make it spooky in any way well so here's the other
1: part it, are you scared when you play this game? Because I think that might be an element that yes, you can't really overlook. Okay.
0: I don't think fear is the right term, but if we're talking pure butt clenching,
1: passes <laughs> <right? This laughs> definitely can make
0: you clench your butt just as much as any good survival horror game.
1: That is true. Right?
0: Yes. So I, I don't, this is one thing people are probably gonna learn from this episode is we don't have the answers, but we will bring up good points to the conversation. That's right. Um, so I think I think it's an it's a conversation worth having as far as Pac-Man being a survival horror game. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, just remember that box art that we looked at in the past. That's right. pretty
0: terrifying. Pretty terrifying, no. pretty terrifying. Yeah.
1: All right. You want to move on to the next
0: one? I think we should. I don't think okay. we can definitively answer this. I think no. we just have to pose the right, make the right points.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah. So may, maybe we'll answer some of these, but I don't know. The, I don't know. It's philosophy. It's it's up for debate.
0: That's true. And we will. I, I'd say we'll definitely answer one of these at least. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited to see. Oh yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. So next question. Uh, and some some of these, like you said, for the first one that was submitted by your brain, brain. at three a.m. That's right. So this one is submitted from play uh, from play along podcast, and they say, "What actually happens when
0: Pokemon go inside their
1: pokeballs?" Wow. Do you know?
0: <laughs> um. So I'd like to think. I would like to think because I love creatures. I love animals and Pokemon are no exception. I would like to think they go in and it, some, some magic occurs that shrinks them down to where their pokeball is actually a huge mansion. Right. Right. And they have maybe a pool with other hot Pokemon chicks (laughs) or dudes poolside, you know, lots of like, maybe an open bar, you know, very like swagger kind of party scene. However, I also know Nintendo has this like unspoken dark side to a lot of their lore. I think they don't shrink. I think they just have to like cram in oh. there like <laughs> some sort of contortionist and they just live in this prison of pain until they are freed by their quote Oppressor. Unquote, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. 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 So okay. what's your take on the situation?
1: So I, th- I think the answer is out there on this. I feel oh, wow. like maybe the anime delved into this at one point. I could be completely wrong. And I might be just pulling stuff from fan fiction out there. I, mean,
0: I wouldn't be know. shocked if by now the anime has answered this question. Right, right. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. So I guess my question to that would be they must shrink some because the Pokeball is always Always uh, smaller than the Pokemon, Mm -hmm. so like Venusaur is not fitting into
0: a Pokeball. So what's inside of a Pokemon? What's inside of a Pokemon? Yeah, like maybe they're just like a balloon. Oh no, they're blood and guts. Do you know?
1: Have you seen a Pokemon bleed? I have definitely seen, and this could be more fan fiction. But (laughs) wait, hold on. But uh... let's. You're reading Pokemon fan fiction? No, right? I, like, you know, when you go online and, and see things on Twitter, people have posted their vivisections of Pokemon. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I've seen that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yes. We, we travel in the same <laughs> okay. circles on on
0: Pokemon vivisections. Absolutely. Yeah. I seek them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what I look at at 3 a.m. So, yes, they are, they are organic creatures like any animal. Right. And so I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, they, they are just crammed in there. There it's, it's not nice. They, they do not want to be in there and that's why they're so riled up to fight when they get out, they want to just please their, their oppressor and, and do whatever they can like, to back just keep there. us
0: out. Yeah. Keep us exactly. out. Like, yeah. Cause maybe they think, oh, if I could get close enough to be like Pikachu, yes. he, he's never in the pokeball. Exactly. So if I can replace Pikachu. I could be the one outside the pokeball all the time oh that's good you you remember
1: charizard he was like not having it
0: yeah and this this carries over into games because in some of the other games you ride pokemon now right so they're free they're outside of the pokeball so it's true maybe they're all vying for that position yeah to be the one that like follows you around in town
1: i feel like maybe they answered this in detective pikachu with some like offhanded joke probably but yeah yeah, i can't remember enough about it but you do
0: so you're a big fan of shrinkage then you believe in Shrinkage? <laughs> Is that right, Brian? Yes. Big, big fan big, of Shrinkage. Big fan of Shrinkage. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So uh, thanks thanks again, Play Along Podcast, for that submission. We really appreciate it. Uh, so our next question comes from Keith from the main quest. And it's, do Pokemon only say one word because it's their species? Or do they say it because that's what humans named them? So do you think like Pikachu, for example? Yeah. Well, we've talked enough about Pikachu. Let's say Squirtle because Squirtle Squad, right? Okay. Let's say does Squirtle only say Squirtle because it's his species? Like that's what his species says all the time? Or is it because that's what a human named him? Like it kind of goes hand in hand with the whole oppressor (laughs) argument. Did a human say like, you are Squirtle now? And that's all they, they're just born. They have to repeat that now. right? so
1: i think they say it because of their species uh-huh. because think about pokemon have been here for eons before right. humans even there's evidence of that in the ancient ancient times right right the uh, little,
0: like alphabetical ones right
1: yeah exactly yeah. unknown we, right. we have ancient mew i mean there, there's all sorts of things like that uh also there are pokemon out there that don't say their names think of like gyarados he's just roaring and screaming mm-hmm. he doesn't say Gyarados you know he so know. is I, like, I think
0: Gyarados
1: <laughs> that's that's how he should talk definitely <laughs> so I mean if if we're saying that they are named because that's what we named them does that mean Gyarados has never been like outright called Gyarados I don't know I, yeah. I think I think it's because of their species
0: no I think I think you're on the right track there um So, yeah, did they always call themselves those names, though? You know, like some of these ancient ones? Like I'm curious, because Aerodactyl's an old one, too, right? Yeah. But he's another one that just roars. I think he just screams. So I wonder if we look at it, do all the older ones just roar, and the newer, Mm. more recent ones say their names? Because then it could be like humans named them. And the ancient ones are like, we are of the ancient blood. We will not submit... You I mean, know? because it's
1: always the cuter ones, the more right. domesticated Pokemon that yeah. definitely say their name. So, so that's interesting. That's, huh? Yeah, that's a different point that I yeah. hadn't considered.
0: Because I can't think of an like an older Pokemon, right, that says its name.
1: Right, I can't either.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, so that's interesting. Maybe it is like a domestication thing, right? Wow, wow. And you ever wonder why they don't use di- like if, you know a dog, right? Let's take a dog for an example. It can bark. It could also whine and it could do all these. You never hear a Pokemon use different tones with the, what like their vocalization. Right? Oh yeah, you do.
1: do you? There are definitely times where they're distressed and they're, oh, they yeah. say their name in, in different ways.
0: That's true. But yeah. it's, yeah. I mean, I guess it's just, I don't know. It's Pokemon, man. Right. <laughs> you know, who knows? That's true. Like, I, I have heard that. Yeah. Know, so yeah. this, yeah. Is, this is a good
1: question. This is definitely a philosophical question that, I mean, it's like a chicken or an egg situation. Mm-hmm.
0: So I, like no, I think so. I have to say, I mean, obviously we didn't do our research. <laughs> what are we here? <laughs> professionals. <laughs> uh, but I, I would say if it can be proven that these older Pokemon species don't say their names and the new, the newer ones do, then I think it is because of humans. Yeah. I think it is because of domestication. I think we may have just like found something out here. Right. Or we could be disproven in a simple Google search. But that's not why we're here. Brad. No, that's not, not at all. No.
1: Yeah. Um, so this question, uh, it doesn't say who submitted it. So I'm, I'm guessing that oh, no,
0: this is, I, yeah, this is from
1: my sleepless is, mind. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you, you were thinking about this one in the shower. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> how does Master Chief not take fall damage, but
0: other things can hurt him? Yeah. So I actually th- had this pop in my head quite a bit playing Halo Infinite. Sure. Because you could use that grapple hook and you could go to incredible heights and just sail to the bottom of everything. Right. And you'll hit the ground and it's like nothing ever happened. Right. And yet, like a guy comes up and punches you and it. it does damage. <laughs> so I'm just like, how does that work in universe?
1: Sure. So it's the suit. It's it's the armor. That's uh, that there's something in the legs that okay. is is counteracting the the fall damage,
0: basically. Okay, so the, what's in the legs? I like mean, a little little like boosters that kind yeah. of like lower you down, or is it just like they're more? I mean, shock absorption in the legs. So.
1: I I don't know all, so I've I've read exactly one Halo book. Oh yeah! And, wow. Oh yeah, I read the the first one that kind of cool. delves into Master Chief's origin, and I uh, it's been it was when it came out that I mm-hmm. read it. Um, but my understanding was that he is just like basically created for this whole scenario mm-hmm. where he he like from birth was was made to be a Spartan warrior. Right. Right and
0: dr halsey like yes yeah, all that yeah, kind no, of I, stuff. I, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. with it i'm with it
1: right right so i feel like enough has been like made in the suit to be specifically for spartan 117 that it, it's all it all works exactly as it's supposed to for his body type and i mean he is you know he's super tall in in the games like eight Eight oh, yeah, he's like foot seven or something feet, yeah, something, he, he's yeah. really tall, like way taller than any of the other people in the in the, so
0: wouldn't he, he like wouldn't it hurt more
1: well, but I think that he is still like probably he's not an eight foot person himself, he's kind of in the suit, and that that's what's making him eight feet, so there's probably some wiggle room that yeah. can counteract the the fall yeah. damage and stuff like that.
0: I feel like this is less of a philosophical question, and more of me pointing out. How silly it is! <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I, I think the the fall damage is easy enough to to kind explain of explain away. away right. But the yeah, what what about like getting smacked in the face by a brute? Right. So, so the brutes are humongous. I mean, they're bigger sure. than Master
0: Chief. So yeah. so do you, do you? I guess the real question is then: Do you think a brute can generate more force than a fall at like terminal velocity? Yes, I would say so. What? That's yeah. insane. Those guys are strong. Though. I mean, think about just like.
1: Well, then like what about the pressure for like a little <laughs> i had a grunt try to slap me and it did like a paltry amount of damage oh, so, okay okay so yeah, yeah it was like a minor annoyance yeah. where but yeah right. oh my god those those brutes that are like crazed oh, and yeah, they yeah, like yeah. They rush you right. yeah, yeah that's that is the scariest thing i've ever it's like had a train to endure. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah even on normal i'm like terrified of them
0: because my thought process was if it was something in the suit some way of padding or something like that. Some sort of like high, high you know, like shock absorption. Right. Why would they only put it in the legs, man. But so you know? how, how are
1: you going? Are you going to just put that all over the suit? Heck like wherever yeah. you can get punched? I feel like that's too much hardware. Like with, with a fall, you know, okay, you're going to land on right. your feet. Let's, right. let's put all the mechanics right there. It's true. So there's probably yeah. a lot of stuff yeah. in the head, you
0: yeah. know? Oh, probably. Yeah. 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 All right. I think, I think we've got, somewhat to the bottom of that yes (laughs) so this one is the one where i think we will have a definitive answer between whether we agree on it or not we will come to a conclusion yes and this is a quick hypothetical free for all uh this is also from the recesses of our dark minds (laughs) who wins brian master chief kratos mario or sonic this is a battle of the mascots I I put Kratos as Sony's mascot. I don't know if you have, if you have a, well,
1: because if you put Drake, then he automatically loses because he's just a guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh man. I am going to just say Kratos because he's a God. And yeah, I mean, certainly all these others are are crazy good at stuff. Okay. Sonic is just, I mean, Sonic Sonic is very fast. He's the wild
0: card. He's the wild card. Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. we've seen what, you know, like the Flash can do some crazy stuff. And right. Sonic is basically that. So
0: how much of a fight do you think Master Chief would put up against Kratos?
1: He, I mean, he would, he would try. Uh, I think, I don't know how guns would affect Kratos at all, but yeah, I don't
0: think he'd last too long.
1: Yeah. I mean, just, just evidence the, that fight from the, the, you know, with Balder and in, in the, the remade game. Oh, yeah. Kratos can take some damage and and not be hurt in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. So even like a rocket to the face is not going to do too
0: much, I think. Right. So I would say if all three teamed up on Kratos, maybe they could take him down. And then if it were of the other three, I would say Sonic, actually. Yeah. Because of the speed. Yeah. And I would say Sonic has the best chance of beating Kratos as well because of the speed. However, Kratos has like beaten Hermes, right? That's true. (laughs) So. I think that's like kind of you're not gonna win, sonic. Yeah, Mario Um, just
1: completely out of it.
0: Hold on, this this just in Uh this just in. Oh my gosh, after Kratos appeared from the rubble, a new contender showed up. It's Doom Guy. (laughs) Doom Guy. Who wins between the Doom Slayer and Kratos? I feel like Doom Guy is worse than Master Chief. (laughs) No, Doom Guy would totally beat Master Chief. He's like in Why the Power of the Gods. Uh in the new lore, in the new lore, he is like imbued by like these like demon gods, right? Yeah. He's like a demigod, basically, same as Kratos. But he's got an exposed midriff that might distract
1: Kratos. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, yeah, <laughs> maybe I could
0: see these two being locked in co- in eternal combat. Yeah. yeah, but
1: I think it's the same problem with, I mean, unless he uses that sword against Kratos. Mm that would that would be the only thing because the 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 weapons again, it's not it's not gonna touch Kratos, but that right. sword that,
0: that would do it. Yeah, so this would yeah, I could see this one going either way. Yeah, I can see that one it's going a tough either one. way. yeah, yeah, yep. All right.
1: So this is another one from Keith from the main quest. Uh, he says, to stop playing a video game, we press start. Why is that?
0: Yeah, so this was more of just a point he wanted to make on how okay. silly it was. There was no question. I added the why because it's a good point. Like, yeah, to po- to stop you hit start.
1: Yeah, I know the answer to this one. Oh, I think this is a remnant from arcade times where the button was. Right. It said start on it, and that's you're starting the arcade game. And we we just use that going forward. Mm-hmm. Not not so much anymore. I mean, it's right. That's what I was going like, to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We moved
0: away from it. Now it's the plus.
1: Yeah, either the plus or like the the hamburger symbol <laughs> right. with the three lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what what is it on the PlayStation Five controller? It's a, it's a plus, isn't it? Is is it
0: a the triangle? Oh, it's a tri- it's like a it's like a play button. That's right. Yeah, Wait Like a, a play button. So that's even weirder, dude. Because you're hitting play. <laughs> right. To stop playing. Yeah. I guess you also sense. hit play to resume, but you, why should you hit play to stop? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like Keith, you may have a future in development R and D for these companies haven't yeah. come up with like an improved dual sense right. where you have a stop button. So it says stop on. button.
1: <laughs> Does it just say stop? Is that, is that the solve?
0: No, I mean, a plus works, <laughs> right? A plus could be anything. Yeah, that's true. Right. I mean, just make it a symbol, but not a play symbol cuz that's kind right. of ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good question. Very good question. So this is another one, uh, list off special here. Uh, and this one I always find creepy when I see images where Toad is wearing a hat. <laughs> so is Toad is he wearing a hat or is it his head? What is your take on it personally? So my take comes from the Super Mario
1: Brothers Super Show, where there are definitely instances of him taking off that mushroom part, mm-hmm. and he's just got a bald head. Okay. So, so I'm I'm taking it? that as canon. It It is a hat that he's wearing.
0: Okay. So here's my take on it. It's his head, because I cannot accept anything else. Okay. It's 100% his head. He's a mushroom person, hence the mushroom <laughs> head. He lives in the Mushroom Kingdom. He has a mushroom head. So I know does Princess people- Toadstool. I know most people would say it's a hat Um, and I can see the logic. If you play super Mario brothers too, you know, he's got the whole getup. He 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 would wear a hat that goes with his getup. Like I get it. And I understand it happened in the cartoon. I would argue that like Nintendo doesn't want that cartoon to be (laughs) canon in any way, Perhaps, Uh, but yeah, I just, I think it has to be his head. It has to be. So people can eat it. Well, I, I mean, if you, eat flesh than (laughs) yes because it's probably just flesh so where is his brain so that it's probably somewhere in there so do you do you think like you know what come to think of it right they're always a little squishy do you think they have are they just like squishy squishy mushroom like if you touch them if you push your hand onto their skin would it you know you could feel your bones right yeah you know would you, you probably, do they have bones or they just see, like, I don't,
1: I don't think I've ever seen toad, like get his head or whatever that is on top of him, like get it distressed or pushed on. You could
0: literally jump on it.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess you're right. So what happens there? Does it, it goes, squish down? It
0: squishes down. It squishes okay, down.
1: So there's your answer.
0: Yeah. But that goes, this also got to go on a tangent, brings up a bigger topic. Do they have bones? Or and I'm not saying are they like some gelatinous blob, but are they more of like a I think, mushroom in in structure?
1: Where they're... I think they are there are bones, but they're like not fully formed bones. They're Ooh. like still they're like still the hardening over time, little,
0: like jelly baby bones. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I kind of like that take on it. Yeah.
1: I mean, because all even Mario, he's just got like a man head and a toddler body, so it's just. It's all it's all messed up in the
0: mushroom kingdom. It is. It is. So if you bit into a toad's head, would it be like the grains of some sort of fungi in there? Or would it be like blood and flesh?
1: I think it would. If we're saying that it's his head, I think it's more mushroom-like. Yeah. And not. I think his brain is in his like where his eyeballs are. Okay. And then yeah. The, the top rest of the is head. just like yeah, like yeah. a mushroom. Exactly.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'd like to think that too.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's less horrifying.
0: Yeah, it is. I don't know if I'll I don't <laughs> want to talk about biting into Toad's head anymore. <laughs> I find find it disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's a bit much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. All
1: right. Well, let's let's move on to the next one. Uh this one is from <laughs>
0: Oh God! You're gonna to have to help me out with this it's one. It's the W T F D Y W pod. So okay. I think this stands for things we wouldn't say on the show. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, they ask, "Are those rubies Link keeps finding in jars just poor Hillians' life savings hidden away?"
0: Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. No, you definitely okay. did. Okay. So, like, yes. yeah, it's a good. Question when you go yeah. when you play any Legend of Zelda, you inevitably go into someone's home, yes, and smash jars. And what's yes. in those jars? There, that's all their cash. But is it is it theirs, or does it just happen to be in the jars in their home?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Because I mean there are jars everywhere in the world, right. not necessarily belonging to anyone.
0: So, in theory, they could go get rupees just by smashing jars yeah. elsewhere, right?
1: That's how the economy of of High roll works. You just if you need some money, you just smash some jars, and and pick it up.
0: That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't have to work. I just got. <laughs> You're not go hurting smash anyone. Jars. Yeah, yeah.
1: I uh, mean, there's that one guy in I forget, like the town square that he doesn't he say something when you smash all the jars. There's like a whole bunch of jars in that room. Mm-hmm. He's like the gatekeeper or whatever, mm-hmm. and. Doesn't he say oh, something yeah, like, yeah, I just uh, reorganized talking all of them. Of
0: time, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think he says something about reorganizing them and like, "Ah, oh, I just got done doing it. Right. And then you just go in there and smash them
0: all. Well, I could definitely see this being the case where it is like, you know, right. Right. in, in our world, we have this, Oh, hide your money under your mattress. Right. I don't think right. many people do that, but it's a saying and, you know, and o- older generations do it. So maybe it is a thing in, in, uh, in Hyrule, where yeah. they, instead of stashing rupees under your mattress, you stash them in these jars. I have also heard a theory, though, that if you notice, there are no toilets anywhere, right? Oh, gosh. So these jars are, in fact...
1: Well, what? There, there's a toilet in Major's Mask in, like, the mayor's mansion. So one
0: man has a toilet. Do you think everybody gets to use that toilet?
1: No, the, <laughs> the mayor is the only one who can use the
0: toilet. Yeah, so, you know... Maybe they're passing these rupees and you are cleaning up oh geez. <laughs> what they don't want anymore or their bodies no longer need. That could um, be. It could be. I'm just saying. I've heard such things. Before.
1: Are you saying that people are like always accidentally eating rupees and then
0: passing them in these jars? <laughs> or <laughs> creating them <laughs> through okay. bodily functions? That could be too. No, I don't, I don't actually Ascribe to that theory. I I do think it's uh I think it would be very likely that you are stealing money from these people. Yeah. And maybe they're just too afraid to say something because if you look at Hylians, are they armed? Are they typically armed? No. And are they gonna be the one to stand up against the like hero of time? Everybody's like, oh, look at the hero of time. He's gonna save the world. And then he like imagine that. Imagine if there was like like imagine if Captain America was real, right? And it's like, oh, man, Captain America, like he saved the world so many times. He's such a cool guy. And then he goes into your house, (laughs) smashes everything and like takes your money. Are you what are you going to do?
1: Yeah. Captain America. He's just quartering troops. That's He's just using your house in in a time
0: of war. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, right. That's like, yeah, we did. We did go to war over this. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, are maybe these people are just afraid to stand up to Link. They know they're not they okay. get anything done. Yes, but
1: there are shopkeepers who will charge Lincoln an arm and a leg, even though it's mm-hmm. going to help him on his quest. So I think maybe they are the ones that are just they're the ones who will stand up to him oh. and they will kill him if he steals from
0: them. Yeah, so I, I think it goes deeper than this, Brian. I think he smashes the people's jars and steal their money. Then they go to their friend in town, the shopkeeper, and say, dude, (laughs) this guy stole my money. You have to charge him and upcharge. So I get my damn rupees back. And the shopkeeper's like, I'll do it. And I will not give him any freebies either. Even even though he is the hero of time, (laughs) he's got to pay more than everybody else. So I'll get you your money back. He goes to the shop, pays the fee. That's why the rupees keep appearing in the jars if you go back to the houses. <laughs> Dude, I figured it. it out. That's, That's what it is. That's, That's what
1: it is, right? Miyamoto himself would, would agree
0: with you. Because if you go in a house and smash the jars and get the rupees, you go back, you could do it all over again. Yeah. Oh buddy. Come on. Okay.
1: So we solved that. We did solve as well.
0: this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got there eventually. We got okay. there eventually. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. So um, this question comes from our friend over at Tales from the Backlog. And it's also a uh, Legend of Zelda-based question. Do you think there are other children or young adults in Hyrule named Link who go on to leave anonymous lives as ranchers or castle guards, etc.? Or is a Link destined to be a hero as soon as they are born? It's a good question. Yeah. So you can... You don't have to name yourself Link though. R- that's true. But I mean canonically, let's say. Okay. Right? Cuz canonically the name is always Link, right? Okay. Right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. And especially in like Breath of the Wild, he's he is Link. I mean, mm-hmm. Zelda's talking to you as mm-hmm. Link. Yeah. This is a good question. I th- I feel like uh, I would say that it doesn't matter that you're named Link because I don't know. I'm going to Wind Waker where they first gave us a glimpse of Mm -hmm. what, what any of this means. And it's just like, yeah, you just, man, what, what happened in Wind Waker? So it's
0: like when a boy turns this age, he puts on the tunic, just like the old hero did, Uh you know, to celebrate like becoming a man. Right. (laughs) Even though he's like such a little kid in this game. So,
1: so even like Roger can be the hero of time. if. If he, he is, is destined to be that. Or
0: in the case of Wind Waker, it's OI, right? Because that's what <laughs> that's everybody right. calls him OI.
1: OI. OI. OI.
0: OI. 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 so I, I do think that it's interesting. It can't just be a coincidence that every time there's a hero in Hyrule, his name's Link. Yeah, Like there's got to be, but maybe it is this repeating cycle of the first person to save Hyrule was named Link. So everybody's like, well, I'm naming my kid Link after the guy who saved Hyrule, <laughs> you know, like who else would you name your kid after? This person right. saved the world. I'm going to name my kid their name. See,
1: that is the opposite of how we do things in in our worlds, because yeah. if there's someone famous enough like no one ever names their kid that because that's, that's that
0: person. That's true. But I do think, um, you know, maybe, maybe it's not every kid's named blink because of his success. Maybe it's more like just predominantly used, used right. more than any other name. So it could be something like that, but I would like to think that you can't squash free will, right? People are free to name their kids, whatever they want. And I think that people probably would name their kid after someone who saved the world. Uh, it's like people like Daenerys and named their kid Daenerys. And now they I'm sure they regret that, right? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> so uh, I just, I'd just i like to think of a world where there are dozens of other links out there because they were named after past heroes. And then during their lifetime, there's this other link born who is actually like the hero of time or something. Yeah. And their parents are just like, why can't you be more like that link? Oh, <laughs> like, Why can't you be more like <laughs> the link who saves the world? Get off your butt, yeah. you bum. Yeah. All you do is sit around and hide your damn rupees in jars. <laughs> Get off your butt and go save the world. Yeah.
1: You know. This this is a tough one. Yeah. I don't I don't know about a definitive answer, but
0: I I I, th- good. I think there are more links. I don't think it's like, oh because you can't stop people from naming, uh, naming their kid link, right? So it's not like as soon as there's a link, he's destined to be a hero right although there are enough games that maybe that happens yeah. uh but yeah who knows who knows man yeah. I, I do like to think of a high hyrule though where all these other links live in shame of n- right. not amounting to the greatness <laughs> that they were destined for
1: well who is who is the character oh what is it gruce yeah gruce is like trying to be a hero all the yeah. time yeah so yeah
0: don't name your kid Groose. No, no, don't name your kid Groose. They'll probably have nice hair, though. Yeah, they're... that's true. Yeah.
1: All right. So for for this next one, it is the second part of the question basically from the person who posited the question?
0: Oh, I think the whole question. The
1: right. whole thing is is yeah. theirs. Okay. So this is from So Many Games, So Little Time. And they are asking do the Mario games actually happen in universe? Um, So this is their words here. I'm a firm believer that Mario and crew are actors putting on a movie slash play and that they are actually great friends off set. This explains why they constantly race, party, and play sports with each other.
0: Yeah. 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 I I could kind
1: of see that.
0: All right. Um, So there's a lot of weight to this and there's a lot of proof to back up his theory because Mm -hmm. what you have is Super Mario Brothers 2. Right. It's a it's a play, isn't it? Isn't three the play? Three is the a curtains definitely a play. Three, oh yeah, you
1: know, no, yeah, you're right. Two well, two's got
0: the three's yeah. a play, I think, as well, right? Because yes. it does have the curtains, but two has curtains as well, too.
1: When you're selecting
0: the character, right? Right, right. Okay. but I, oh no, two's a dream. Sorry, two's a dream. Yeah, but that's that's right. my mistake. Yeah, two's a dream, three's the play, and Mario 64 is almost like a movie, right? You got the guy with the camera following you around all yeah. the time. It's so I, I do think there's weight to this. I I actually, uh, I guested on the main quest to talk about Super Mario Brothers three, and this came up and um, we kind of had this theory and let me know how you feel about it, where the first Mario game was the only genuine Mario game. Right. Okay. So, so Bowser in the first game actually kidnapped princess I almost said Princess Zelda. Princess Peach, <laughs> and you go and you rescue her. And then every game after that is like Mario recreating his single instance of greatness. So Mario Brothers 2, he's like dreaming about it, but it's got, you know, dreams are a little fluid. Things uh-huh. change in your dreams. Bowser all, all of a sudden becomes a giant frog in his dream. And so it's like him th- dreaming of like his, his glory day, right? Of saving Princess Peach. And then in Mario Brothers 3, he's like, oh, I'll write a play about that time that I beat Bowser just to rub it in Bowser's face. And then Mario 64, he's like, the play did so well, I'm making a movie about it. Jeez. Right? No, think about this. There's like, there's some credence to, to this. Uh, so he's just
1: an a- auteur
0: Right. Okay. So, and it does make sense, right? They do get together. Mm-hmm. Even if you play the Paper Mario games or like Mario RPG, right? They're mm-hmm. friends. They're not. yeah Well, they're not friends, but they're like acquaintances and they're a little bit at odds, but of course because like Mario stopped Bowser that one time. Right. So, I don't know how and, you feel about this, but I mean, Bowser
1: does let Mario and Luigi kind of like explore the innards of his digestive system and whole body so you only let your friends do that that's true
0: that's true (laughs) yeah you only let your friends get inside you uh
1: so these these are all great points uh my question is what about donkey kong is is that the first instance of of mario and and we're Mm -hmm. going with like that's the only thing or are we going with mario brothers as as the first
0: well so that's a good Good point, actually. I um, guess Donkey Kong is is also his friend. Yeah, they, in in few but not uh, not at all in Donkey no, Kong in totally. the original Donkey Kong, and actually like future Donkey Kongs as well, uh, the eight bit ones, right? Well, right. yeah, because Donkey Kong Junior, like Mario, was going after Donkey Kong's kid for crying That's out right. loud.
1: Yeah. Well, so, now there there's there's some thought that the original Donkey Kong mm-hmm. is actually Cranky Kong. Right. And Donkey Kong Junior is is then the Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong that we know.
0: Yeah, when the rare games happen. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So yeah,
0: no, I could see that too. I like that theory.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I could, I could, I definitely could see it where it happened once. It's more of an instance where it happened once, and Mario is trying to cling to his yeah. greatness,
1: and that's right? why we're just retelling the same story over and over again.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you feel
1: the same way? I I do, I do. That 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 seems like it's probably the most likely scenario
0: here. Seems like the most Mario thing to do, right? Right. Like that guy, what a (laughs) jerk. Well,
1: we're gonna get a Mario movie and we'll see uh see what how he feels about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is meta because now it's like Mario, you know, basically exhausted all his goodwill. In the mushroom kingdom with mm-hmm. all his retellings of his, his one instance, right? So now he has to reach into our world yes. to tell us about it. Little does he know that we've experienced <laughs> all the other times exactly. Firsthand. So
1: this reminds me of what is it, Lightyear, the new oh, yeah, Pixar good, movie. Though. That's like you know, that looks amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so my understanding for that, and this is completely off topic, but that is like the movie that the toy in in that universe is based off of
0: right so like yeah yeah no it does seem that way right yeah yeah but so that would imply that in the first toy story movie Mm -hmm. there was intergalactic travel and buzz lightyear was known as a hero right which like (laughs) doesn't really Work. Why are
1: we driving
0: broken right. down Toyotas? <laughs> right, exactly. Like, why is it very much the 90s Right, and not the future? Yeah. So unless we'll, the toy we'll preceded see. Buzz Lightyear and maybe someone named their kid after, like, an old toy.
1: Right. We'll see, that could right? be, too. It could be. I'm, I'm very interested to see what, what they're going to do with that.
0: Yeah, but. yeah. It will be interesting. Maybe it's all imagination, right? Like like right. Mario 2. Maybe it happened in the stream. <laughs> you know? Exactly
1: all right so these come from me um, yeah, i think this is
0: my turn to ask a question isn't it oh is it yeah okay yeah well buddy. then you go ahead <laughs> i sure will i sure okay. will thank you for being so gracious about that Brian. of course <laughs> so you have you guys uh you guys heard of yoshi yes oh good uh so i i this is actually a good question is it the same yoshi in every game so, you know, like in Super Mario World, it's the first time Yoshi shows up, I think, right? Yes. yes. So, you can like... you It's literally a tool, a mechanic in the game. To, you, you get an extra jump when you ditch Yoshi, right? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, you need that extra jump because there is some sort of like chasm that you have to clear. So, you are ditching Yoshi into this chasm, and you come across another Yoshi later. And, you know, there, there's no... They're not trying to hide the fact that there are multiple Yoshis in Super Mario world, right right, so when you play games like Mario Tennis or Mario Kart or you know um Mario Party, is it always the same Yoshi right. that you pick
1: so I would say that the first time we see Yoshi would be or I guess chronologically, Yoshi would be from Super Mario. World Two, yep. Yoshi's Islands, right. because he's taking care of Baby Mario.
0: Chronologically, yeah,
1: right. So I think that Green Yoshi is the same Yoshi that is in Tennis and Mario Kart and the Yoshi that we know. Okay. So I think that Super Mario World Two, which happens after Super, or sorry, Super Mario World One, which happens after Super Mario World Two, that right. Yoshi <laughs> that we see. Be born out of the egg is just another new right. Yoshi
0: right and
1: not not the Yoshi.
0: no that makes sense that makes sense. So you're saying that in all these other non like canonical Mario games because in in the in Canon games, it's very much not the same Yoshi. You could have two Yoshis on screen at once, for example, right? Are they so, the same
1: color? well I guess yeah there's there's plenty of green Yoshis out there, right,
0: right, like sunshine right. You right. Know, the best Mario game. You can <laughs> have multiple Yoshis. So um, but you're saying in these other games it's always that original Yoshi from Mario World 2, correct? correct? Correct. Yes. See, I like to think it's a little different than that, Brian. So <laughs> resurrection is very much in line with things that happen in these games happens sure. all the time with Mario, yeah. right? And Luigi and everybody else. Why shouldn't it happen with Yoshi? Okay. So Yeah. I'm not saying I agree with what you're saying. Okay. But I don't think the fact that Yoshi dies sometimes in horrible ways because of us, right? I don't think that makes it like excludes it from being the same Yoshi in every game. Okay. I think like, yeah, no, these these guys come back from death constantly.
1: So, so are you saying ever? there is only one green Yoshi altogether and he just keeps getting resurrected?
0: I think that's a str- I think what if there's only one of every color? I mean, I <sighs> guess there's not, like that's been proven too, right? Because can't you have multiple of the same color on screen at once in like that super? I'm not sure. I feel like there's a screen where there's a bunch of them, right? You could go back to the beginning and you could have a ton of Yoshi there. Am I wrong? I don't I've know. I haven't played this game in forever. But what if Yoshi gets like when you play Mario and Mario dies and you come back as Mario, you come back better, right? Because you learn from your mistakes, right? So what if Yoshi yes. does the same thing? We don't always get to actively play as Yoshi. He's more of a side character or a passive character. A- a mountain. Right. But I'd like to think that Yoshi comes back better and smarter every time. Okay. And that eventually we will reach Supreme Yoshi where he's unstoppable. <laughs> Is unstoppable. And then eventually be riding Mario. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I'd like to think it's that.
1: Is Birdo the same species as Yoshi or that's a
0: completely different. Yeah. That's, I think that's a completely different species. Don't you? Okay.
1: Don't you? I I feel like Birdo is some like. Oh. Experiment gone wrong.
0: Yeah. I think that's definitely possible. (laughs) (laughs) I could see where, where that would come from. I, what if it's like a cross species, you know, because it does have some Yoshi features. Uh huh. Birdo has some Yoshi features. So, yeah. What would it be Yoshi's mixed with?
1: Oh. To make a bird. Like a snuff it or something.
0: Like an octorock. Yeah. <laughs> like if we're crossing. Well, now, out now we're crossing.
1: Yeah. That. Yeah. That's a bridge too far, I think, okay, but
0: okay, yeah, think
1: of, think of a snuff a snuff it in the Yoshi is, is a, is a bird. what's a snuff it. Yeah. You should look up a snuff it.
0: Okay. Is this in a, a Mario game
1: though? Yes. I'm not making it up. What game was it? I
0: don't know.
1: There's snuff everywhere. Is
0: this really?
1: Yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> I've never, I, I, am not the best with a... you. You might need to take off like Google safe search, but. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's wait not, a minute that's... what is this
0: <laughs> oh God, what do you have this you is just up? smoky bear hold on okay i don't think stuff are real i think it Brian is made of things in his mind oh uh, maybe I,
1: sniff it i would like to think i'm thinking of a toxic. sniff it i'm sorry
0: oh okay weren't there things that like are they little pea shooter things yeah yeah okay i know what you're talking about yeah that's all you had to say was pea shooter <laughs> things Brian. um yeah i think it's an interesting uh i do th- so I, I kind of agree with you though it, i think it is the same yoshi in every game okay yeah yeah, yeah. i
1: do I, I think both of our ideas can can coexist yeah, here absolutely Resurrection and original yoshi absolutely very good uh there is a second part to this question that i think we we should go over very quickly mm-hmm. yeah uh do you want to ask it
0: sure yeah i can uh is yoshi born with a saddle and shoes <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think he is. I think I, he is. Too. I mean, out of the egg in Mario World, he's got that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, which is like crazy. So, is that can you take the saddle and shoes off of a Yoshi?
1: I think this is the toad argument again. I think it's just all part of his body that it is organic material that cannot but, be separated.
0: So, Yoshi, I think in Mario Kart, doesn't have a saddle. Really? Yeah. So where did it go? Oh no, he has, he has a little like shell looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe the saddle is actually a shell.
1: No, it's a saddle. Yeah. It's gotta be a saddle. Okay. We can't have this argument. Right.
0: Right. <laughs> no, we can't.
1: <laughs> oh, I think we'd be here all night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. I, I, I do agree with you though. I think very clearly they're shown to be born with a saddle right. and shoes. Yeah. So can the shoes be taken off? No, I don't think any of it can no? be taken off. I think what we perceive as a saddle and shoes is just a part of their anatomy. That's the thing, dude.
1: They have just evolved. I mean, they can step on all the spiky things yeah. because of those shoes that have evolved.
0: No, yeah, it's evolved for a very specific reason.
1: Yeah. All right. And yeah. going with that. It's good. All right. Well, then uh, here's our last question, our last philosophical our question. Final one. Yeah. yeah. Ending on, on the greatest one. Maybe I guess. <laughs> I guess. In no particular order, why is Sonic's life tied to rings? If he doesn't have any rings, he he dies.
0: Oh, that's interesting. That's a good. So when I saw this question, I'm like, I'm not really sure what Brian's after here. Okay. Uh, but no, you 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 bring up a good point. If he doesn't have any rings, he dies. He could have no rings, but if he gets hit when he has no rings, he dies.
1: Right. Right. That's like he's on the last thread of his life if he is out of money, basically. Mm. Yeah, I guess like, they're not really money for him. It's more like power rings. Mm-hmm. If we're going from like the cartoons,
0: yeah. Do you think so. they'll try to answer this in the movies? I mean,
1: they they did, they did talk
0: well, about the rings. The rings, yeah. yeah the rings they are a big portals. Part in the first one,
1: yeah. Right. That yeah. for in that in that universe, they're portals to other worlds, mm-hmm. and that's where. I guess doesn't he, he like send Robotnik into yeah. basically it, it's Knuckles' Eggman. world. Eggman, Eggman it's not Robotnik yes. yet.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He he gets sent to that mushroom worlds where we know uh, Knuckles lives. And
0: oh yeah, Knuckles. Sorry. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the mushroom kingdom. Yeah, yeah exactly. Where, where Knuckles With is toads,
0: he- heads are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now we know Knuckles. I, we've seen Knuckles in the new movie. If you yeah. watch the trailer, uh, yeah. Idris Elba's doing his greatest performance yet.
0: Yeah, <laughs> definitely Oscar worthy. Right. I mean, uh, yeah. So I think it's it's because life is circular. It's all a cycle. Oh, no now this is philosophical. No end. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is kind of philosophical, right? Because like, what was before the Big Bang? Right. This universe. Ring. Oh, see, there you go. This, yeah. <laughs> It's all circular, man. Like that's what it really boils down to, you know, forget about our little minute existence. I think the existence of everything is circular. I think at the end is the beginning and at the beginning is the end. And I think these are meant to represent that. So when you run out of the circle of life, so to speak, (laughs) so to speak, so too does your life. Okay. Yeah. And that's
1: why if you get big chaos emeralds, you, you become supersonic. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. Cause that fits in with what I was saying. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, it's a good point. I don't know. Um, he bleeds rings. I mean, if he gets it, yeah, those rings they are going explode everywhere. Explode out of him. Yeah. Explode out of him. Where do they, where do they explode out of?
1: I like think they cores? mature.
0: <laughs> I, that's a good question. I don't know. Because
1: sometimes he has to like wear them. It it all depends on wh- where we're coming from. There, there are definitely games or comics where mm-hmm. he has to like hold it mm-hmm. to to for it to be useful. Um. Yeah. So yeah, th- this is another one that I, I think. Let's just go with your life is circular. Really, you're
0: gonna go with that? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> BSing my way through that one, but all right, we could go with that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I think no. that's it. Do you have a theory? as to this or you just want to go with that you want i
1: i think i think they're just that is his source of power they are power rings and he's if he doesn't have them then he is just a regular hedgehog that is not anything special i mean i guess he can still move really fast yeah Yeah. but if he is just like a, a balloon ready to pop at that point yeah so they're like a, so, a a shield for him.
0: So a balloon ready to pop, does Sonic have bones? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jeez. No, he does not. Nothing, nothing that moves that fast can have we're going, bones.
0: We're going deep on anatomy of video game <laughs> characters here.
1: <laughs> Someone has done a, a cross section of, of that as well. So Jeez. look
0: it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's call you a video game doctor over here. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that'll do it for our philosophical questions. Thank you to everyone who suggested, uh, again, that was, uh, play along podcast, the main quest, WTF, D Y W pod, uh, tales from the backlog. So many games, so little time. We really appreciate the, uh, the input and, uh, thanks for submitting it once again.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. This, this was harder to come up with questions than I thought. So I was very happy to have a lot of input from the audience.
0: Yeah and we're we're trying something a little different here when it comes to our format. We're go- this is probably going to be our format going forward. So Brian, I'll let you lead us into it actually.
1: All right, let's do it. All right. Welcome to the List Off Podcast Debrief where we are going to just just tell you about a, another little thing that that we want you to know about, be it a, a book or a movie, maybe another games, music, just another thing that you know. Sometimes we talk about this at the top of the show, but I, I wanted to put a, a a place for it here at the end. And let's uh, let's talk about our debrief here. Just trying to go more with the the uh, list off and space stuff that we we have strung (laughs) out in our our podcast here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mission Debrief, right?
1: Yeah, the Mission Debrief. You got anything this week that you want to share?
0: Yeah, I do. Um, I actually sent it to you, uh, I think, last night. I was uh, messing around on Spotify. We've talked about uh, Banjo-Kazooie rejigged before on the show, and we've talked about our love for video game soundtracks and soundtracks in general. And uh, I stumbled across a Spotify station called Game Grooves. It's one word, uh, capital G's. So Game Grooves. I think this is a specific uh, publishing company. So they have their own page with all the albums that they put out. I happened to come across this because I heard of an album called Scario Kart, where it's a ska tribute to Mario Kart 64, which (laughs) is phenomenal. It's really, really good. All these upbeat ska songs really uh, incredible so i saw the artist and i went to the artist this is the game groups that i'm speaking of now they also have a folk tribute tribute to banjo kazooie which is really good started listening to that tonight when i was giving my son a bath and he was like jamming out to it he was (laughs) loving it yeah i was like oh this is great yeah you can't can't beat moments like that, you know? right? Uh, they also have an album called Link Eight One Eighty Two. It's a pop punk tribute oh. to Ocarina <laughs> of Time, and they have that is a, good. Yeah, they have one uh, another album called Barrel Roll. It's an electronic tribute to Star Fox. Oh. So there is some some good stuff out there, and uh, I am glad I still I haven't heard, listened to it all yet. I did listen to the Folk Banjo Kazui Scario Kart, and then I did listen to Link One Eighty Two, of course. Nice. Uh, but I really to get into that barrel roll as well and um uh, man what a gold mine though of that's incredible great. music incredible music especially like uh you know what do you expect from like a ska remix of mario kart 64 you just it's not cut and paste it's not like the same tracks it's all sure. very very well done and uh yeah definitely like if you, if you like remixed video game music i would recommend it to anyone to check that's out. awesome yeah yeah very cool sounds like a lot of talent there
1: I I have a, a bunch of uh, exactly that, but I'm going to save those for other weeks because I'll, I'll just blow it all in one here. Um, but yeah, for my debrief, I want to share with you Power On, the story of Xbox. This oh, is yeah. a new YouTube series. I think it's six episodes long. It just mm-hmm. finished. And it's the story of Xbox. and. From, from the very beginning um, to where Microsoft was starting to think about getting into the world of video games because they were so read Bill Gates was so <laughs> yeah. adamant that he did not want Sony to basically take over uh, the computer world. That was the real, a real threat uh, to, to Microsoft at the time. And then it goes through all the different iterations of Xbox and and what went into each one. And they got everyone. They they got everyone who's been involved. I I have watched three of the six. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see if they have Bill Gates talk at all. I doubt they would, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah, um, but, especially
0: uh, like given everything that's come up in the last year about Bill Gates.
1: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, I, I want to finish out the series, uh, but so far, I, I love what I've, I've seen, um, but they, they got the people who are, have been involved since the beginning and, and mm-hmm. were responsible for the creation of what is now one of the tentpole video game development mm-hmm. creation, you know, consoles. It's synonymous with video games mm-hmm. at this point. So I would argue
0: they're hitting a greater stride now than they even had during the 360 era. Absolutely. I would, I would 100% agree with that. I think this is their moment. Yeah. Yeah. They they're showing that they are
1: just as capable as, as Nintendo and, and Sony and in, in the package that is video games. Mm-hmm. And this goes into that, that the start where they really didn't know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've had a lot of, a lot of missteps, but they They grew stronger each time, and the this this uh, YouTube series really goes into exactly how they got to where they are now and and basically what 's next so yeah great I've heard, series
0: i've heard some great things I, I think they're just doing so many cool things to celebrate their twentieth anniversary right uh, they had that uh website that you sent to me where you could go yeah. back, you could actually like walk through their history right with a right. virtual avatar and and uh, see your own history within the Xbox uh, infrastructure. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's that's awesome. I, I definitely have to see it. I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it. How, about yeah. how long are the episodes? Oh,
1: God, each one's forty minutes long. So it it's it's a lot. So you know, time six is it's it's a healthy chunk of time to to mm. dedicate. But I I really like what I've seen so far. So yeah. I'm gonna continue yeah. with it.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Definitely a little more experimental. We're allowed to do these with these uh, mission reports. So, so there you go. That's the end of it. Uh, As always guys, we hope you have a great week and we'll see you later. Bye. See ya.